from my crucible at Stories Fables Ghostly Tales to Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. I finally gotten the chance to hear a tale straight from Professor Al Burnham. Now, turn the lights down low and find a comfy chair. For tonight, we have a tale of Ichabod Crane and Brombones who live in the town of Sleepy Hollow. There is mischief, mystery, ghosts, and pumpkin throwing. Oh yes, Al Burnham, the collector of stories, the master of tales, and the author of this heart-pounding retelling of the Washington Irving tale. Pull the reins on your heart rate, and let's listen. Once upon a time, there was a man named Ichabod Crane, and he was the new schoolmaster of the school in Sleepy Hollow. He was scared of ghosts, and he always would sit down. He would fall asleep in his chair, and Brom Bones and his friend would come and mess up the chairs, and he would like, what's happening? And then he realized why the witches' meetings are in our house, is in the school. And Brombones and his friends would do that every day. And then Ichabod Crane didn't sleep in his chair, so he saw Brombones in the gang, so he knew it was just faking. So then, at night, he went around the woods a couple times, but when he came back, he heard some horse noises. Then he stopped, looked around, nobody there. In his path, there was no horses, went back, the horse sound stopped. So it was like, it was probably just brown bones. Then he went out the next day, and he saw a little bit of that creature with the um, horse and it was like is brown bones going and trying to spook me from ghosts again he was like yes then the next day he said i'm not gonna go in the woods i know brown bones is gonna be tricking me in the woods again then he heard that thumping noise then it was brown bones trying to trick him and scare him so then Katrina Van Tassel came along with Mr. Van Tassel on horses striding along the path from the farm. And Brom Bones wanted to have Katrina Van Tassel as his bride, but Ichabod Crane did too. So Ichabod Crane stayed away from Brom Bones, and when he heard sounds like thumping of horses, he would know, it's Brom Bones trying to fight me. So then, he was like, when he heard that one day, he was like, I'm gonna go back to the school. So he went back to the school, he still heard that, and he was like, why is Brom Bones trying to fight me more? So he rested the next day, didn't hear any sounds, only the chirping of birds and animals. And it was a school day that day. So when the kids went home, he went into the woods again. He didn't hear that sound. He only heard the sound of a horse nose breathing. It went And it was like, what is that sound? And he was like, is it that haunted ghost? It can't be. So he kept striving along, kept hearing that. <sighs> he kept going and he started to get a little freaked out because he kept hearing. <sighs> so he got freaked out. He saw the headless horseman and he's like, where is that guy? I'm gonna go kill him. So he looked for him the next day didn't find him. Next day, still didn't find him. Then the next day, 
it was Katrina Van Tassel's party. And Ron Bones was there too. Ichabod Crane was dancing with Katrina and Brom Bones sat there embarrassed. For the whole party, Brom Bones was there like, I wish Ichabod Crane wasn't the new schoolmaster. Then Brom Bones went home and his friends came and he was like, Ichabod Crane was dancing with Katrina. I want to get rid of that guy. So the next day they tried and get rid of him by saying that he's evil. So Ichabod Crane went into the woods to hide from the townspeople. And he saw the whole body of the headless horseman. And he was like, it's that guy again. I better get out of here. But he was like, if I go that way, it's the town. If I go that way, it's Terrytown. What should I do? So he went the way of Terrytown. Then there was the bridge. If I go that way, then the Headless Horseman will try and kill me. So he went across the bridge as fast as he could and got away. The Headless Horseman went back and found a way to get past the bridge without going on the bridge. In four miles, he was just waiting. And Ichabod Crane was like, if I go back, he's going to be chasing me. So Ichabod Crane tried to run over the Headless Horseman, but Ichabod Crane went through the Headless Horseman, tried it again, and the Headless Horseman just standed there and waited for his time to attack. It came, and he throwed the pumpkin, hit Ichabod. And Ichabod died. The end. and creeps to another episode of Cadaver Cast. I'm Mel Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. We are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And the story was the story that I made up. Of what? The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And why would you do that? Why would you make up a Legend of Sleepy Hollow story? What does that have to do with anything? Because it's... It's... My podcast. Well, that's true, too. But what's this episode is more what I'm hinting at. Because we are going to be talking about the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Because we went to Sleepy Hollow and also Halloween's coming up. When we post this episode, Halloween will be less than four days away. It'll be maybe three, four days away. Yeah. So this is our big Halloween extravaganza episode Mm -hmm. and al Mm -hmm. wanted to do a sleepy hollow spectacular Uh huh sleepy hollow is actually a very tiny place it sure is well and before we get into that before we talk a little bit about sleepy hollow because of course we went there for vacation this year we spent a little time there um we talked about it on a previous episode we'll talk a little bit more about it here but before we do that i want to give a huge thanks to our friend at Stories, Fables, Ghostly Tales for helping us out with the intro to that story. Uh-huh. He did a great job. Yeah. And he, of course, hosts, well, like I just said, Stories, Fables, Ghostly Tales, a podcast in which he tells a new ghostly story every single day. It's a daily podcast. The workload on that alone, impressive, super impressive. And there's always something new, of course, because he's posting things daily, but there's old stories, new stories, fan-submitted stories, uh, creepypasta stories. So lots of stuff to check out there. If you like spooky stories, check out Stories, Fables, Ghostly Tales. And if you haven't watched any, watch it. We'll have links in the show notes so you can check that out. But, I, you know, we knew that if Alistair was going to be telling this story, there was no better person to intro it. 
than him. Yep. So thank you, sir. And also, Halloween, right? Halloween's coming up. It's our favorite time of year. We wanted to go bananas for this episode. Yep. So we have a guest. We've got Al telling a story. And Al, I would like you to talk a little bit about that story because it was really interesting to me. It wasn't the Sleepy Hollow that I was used to. I had no idea what Al's version of the story would be, except that we agreed going into it that Al would tell his own version of that story, you know, embellishing it in whatever way he kind of felt appropriate. I thought you were going to kind of summarize the story, do a short version of it. But this was a different version. This was a very different way to have it played out. Twists and turns I didn't expect. Like the thumbing of um, the horse. You would think that was the Headless Horseman, but it was like Ichabod Crane thought it was. And it was. Mm. Well, mostly the end. That Ichabod Crane got away, and then the Headless Horseman found a way across the creek without going over the bridge. That was tricky. Yeah, but it was... It landed four miles away from where Ichabod Crane was. Yeah, that surprised me. I gotta say, some interesting twists and turns there, man. Mm -hmm. Like, as in the other stories, Ichabod Crane got away. But in my story, I didn't want to do that since that would be the other stories. So I wanted to do He Died. And that's something, of course, that happens in Washington Irving's version, which... It's implied that that was just a trick by Brom Bones and Ichabod Crane is now living elsewhere as a farmer with a family. And he's gotten away in a number of the movies that we saw, too, which, of course, are going to be a big topic of this particular episode. But, yeah, he tends to get away. And I liked that. I liked that you were like, no, we need a definitive ending. Right. That's a very Alistair change. Yeah. How do you feel about the story, though? Because. I read you the story, right? We went to Terrytown. We went to Sleepy Hollow. I read you the story. It was a good story. Then we watched like three other, three other movies? We've watched four movies. Yeah, four movies. We've watched four. Again, which we'll get to. But I would like to get more thoughts from you on the story, if you have any. I do have some. Okay. Um... I like the story where, like, Ichabod got away, but the townspeople thought that he definitely got killed. Yeah, they're a superstitious bunch, the folk in Terrytown and Sleepy Hollow from Washington Irving's time. Yeah. And, of course, the characters in the story are named largely after people that he met. Like, the Van Tassels are an actual family from Terrytown. When we were there, what did we see? The Van Tassels' graves. Yeah. Or at least one Vintasso grave. Yeah, because the old Dutch church that Washington Irving writes about in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow is still there, and he helped establish kind of the cemetery there, I believe. We were listening a little bit to the tour guide who is training another tour guide, and yeah, I guess part of that land there that is the cemetery was bought up by Irving, and he was instrumental Uh, in that time, uh, helping expand the area, I guess. And yeah, in that giant old cemetery that goes indeed all the way back to Washington Irving's time, because Irving is even buried there still, the tree that would have existed when Washington Irving is, like when he lived there, he's buried next to that tree. So that's interesting because it's like a 300-year-old tree. But uh, yeah, it's a super old cemetery, huge, wonderful to walk around. Highly recommend doing that. Uh, There isn't much to do if you go out to Sleepy Hollow in Sleepy Hollow proper because, you know, you got the old Dutch church, you've got the cemetery, you've got the bridges, you've got the Rockefeller tours, I think it was. There were some touristy kind of things you could do, but definitely walking around the cemetery is one of the most interesting. Yeah. And the Van Tassels are buried there. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see a Katrina Van Tassel. There might be, but we didn't see one. But we only saw, like... What one did you, we see? I don't remember. We saw a few. I didn't remember any of the names, though. We didn't take any pictures of their graves. We could have. We didn't. But we did take pictures in of graves in... Oh, where? when we were in Salem? Yeah, we yeah. did. In all those pictures, uh, we took a bunch of pictures, and they are up on the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club page, so you can check those out from our trip to Sleepy Hollow in Terrytown and Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. So. And there's, of course, the bridge, right? Yeah. 
I mean, the the original bridge doesn't exist anymore, but there is a bridge that is very similar to the kind of bridge that Washington Irving would have been writing about um, across a creek in the old Dutch church cemetery yard yeah. or whatever. You got to go it's... really far into the cemetery to find this creek. Yeah. And that's where, I guess, when we heard the lightning bolt on the story, that's where I saw it in my head. Oh, at the yeah. uh, at that bridge that we were at? Yeah. It does help visualize the story for sure. Mm-hmm. And we chased each other across it for mm-hmm. a good half hour. Dad would put on his hood and chase me. I would chase Dad. And only one time Dad got away. So. I know. Uh, it's the bummer of having broken my foot last summer. Yep, and broken his toe this summer. Yeah. And one thing to definitely do if you go there and you want to walk away with some kind of you know, souvenirs is across, kind of across the street, a little down the street from the old Dutch church is the visitor center where they have the kind of walking tours and tours of the old mansions and stuff in the area. And they have a gift shop there that is chock-a-block full of headless horseman stuff. Yeah. Now I have a headless horseman tiny globe. A snow globe. Yeah, snow globe. Yeah, and I'm wearing my t-shirt and my sweatpants that say Sleepy Hollow on them, and my t-shirt has the Headless Horseman, and, and we got a hat, and we got Christmas ornaments, and then, what? oh man, we bought other stuff. We went crazy. Yeah, we did, and I'm just wearing my pajamas. Yeah, classy. Yep, so, because I don't know if I have anything, only the hat. We share the hat. Yeah, you didn't end up buying a shirt while we were there. No. Their mascot, the the like Sleepy Hollow like high school mascot or yeah. whatever is the Headless Horseman. That's if, fun. If I was in high school, if Daddy got that job there, I would have gone there. Oh, yeah. I applied for a job just outside of Sleepy Hollow, and that was the plan. We would have moved out there. But that's okay. We still live at the monkey farm. Mm-hmm. And those monkeys. And all the ghostergeists and the yeah. Roblins. Which and we'll get to we in other... What was the other one that we did? Uh, the Spookula? Yes, Spookulas. Yeah. yeah. They're we'll, vampire we'll talk, we'll talk about those soon. But bestiary for Frankenstein's mm-hmm. monkey farm. When I say soon enough, it could be any time in the next year. I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> back to the issue at hand, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Anything else to say, Alistair? No. Okay. So uh, that doesn't mean we're done here because, in fact... We're now going to move into talking about movies because we were going to just watch one movie, but we went crazy and we watched four movies. Yeah. Okay, let me let me do a rundown here. Ready, Al? Ready. Okay, we did the 1922 version, which was notable because it was what? The first one we watched? No, it wasn't the first one we watched. It's the earliest one we watched that is Silent. That's yeah. the silent one starring uh, Will Rogers. That's got a really interesting bit in it uh, that we'll come to. Uh, but oh, okay. The hollow? Yeah. Hold on. Okay. So huh, I'm getting ahead of myself. You're getting ahead of myself. <laughs> 1922, Will Rogers starring uh, the Headless Horseman. It's called Headless Horseman or the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Something like that. It's got a convoluted title. But 1922 silent version. We watched the 1949 The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad from Disney, the animated version, which was originally just going to be the only thing we talked about on this episode. But then we went crazy. So there was that, the Disney one. And then we watched the 1980 made-for-TV version starring Jeff Goldblum that aired on Halloween 1980 on NBC. And lastly, we watched... The Hollow. The Hollow, which was a movie that premiered on ABC Family, the ABC Family channel on, hold on, I have it here, October 24th, 2004. So we did 1922, 1949, 1980, and 2004 versions of the Sleepy Hollow story. We we almost hit 100 years worth of Sleepy Hollow here. And with Al's new version of the story here on the podcast, we came even closer to hitting that hundred years worth of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. So a 2018 one. I mean, when you factor in the original story, 
of course, then obviously that goes even further back. So we almost hit a hundred years, right? Yeah. And the original story was actually published in 1820, if I'm recalling correctly, which means we're about celebrating 200 years of Sleepy Hollow here. So that's pretty good. Yeah. To call this a spectacular, I think, is uh, no stretch of the imagination. Oh, and one thing worth mentioning here before we get into talking about the movies we did watch is Alistair, we didn't watch the big movie that people will have expected us to watch, which is 1999's Sleepy Hollow. You didn't watch it because it is rated, can you guess? R. Rated R. Was I that seen the it. one that like was like full movie version? Like now? With, like, yeah, or the more recent sword. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You saw a couple clips from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we were watching some documentary or other, you saw some clips from it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that one. And I haven't seen it in ages, so I couldn't recall if there's much in it that Al couldn't watch. But I remember there's a lot of heads getting cut off and stuff. So I need to watch it again. But also I figured at some point it would be good to do a full episode on just that movie. When so, I get old. When you get older. Um, that was made, though, by Tim Burton, who made uh, Beetlejuice. Cool. Yeah. So there's that. But uh, let's, I guess, jump into some of these movies. It'll be a bit of an informal kind of a format, I guess. Yeah. So which one of these movies should we talk about first? The Hollow. The Hollow? We're going to start at the end? Let's save that one for the end. Yeah, How about that? you're right. That actually is a good idea. So let's say... Let's see. Maybe the silent one? How about that? Yeah, silent okay. one. So let's just go with the earliest, right? Let's let's work our way through time. Let's do oh, that. Oh yeah, that, that yeah, sense. that's a good idea. So 1922's Headless Horseman. What did you make of that one? Do you remember anything about it? I remember that it was silent. There was all the characters that you needed, and there was the Headless Horseman, of course. Of course. Of course, you needed him. It was silent, so it did, and the colors were black and white, so it didn't, it looked like it was always day, kinda. Oh, well, they did have to shoot during the day. That's a good point. It looked like it was always day because they did actually film it all during the day. They just, you know, um, maybe closed the f-stop a little bit uh, to let in a little bit less light, so it looked a little darker, but they were working with just daylight. They didn't have all the... Uh, generators and spotlights and stuff like that. They were just filming outside with the light that they had available to them. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. What struck you about that experience? The silent film version? Because we watched that in a very specific and special way, didn't we? Oh, yes. Because it was um, totally silent. The it one... was, there was not even a... There was like a... That was the only noise. There was no music, so we turned on um spooky music. Yeah, we... That didn't work a lot. Well, it worked fine, yeah, you know. But we it just kept turned stopping. On... Oh, well, no, the... In... Yeah, okay, so the internet didn't work well. Yeah. But, like, it worked very nicely. We turned it on. We turned on the movie. We turned on some spooky music on uh, Pandora and then eventually on YouTube. And played that off of my tablet. And that worked well. You know, it was kind of nice. Um, and led to some weird moments, especially when we had the Halloween station on Pandora going. And it was playing things like Monster Mash or whatever. That was pretty goofy. <laughs> yeah, it was like... And one was like when people were talking. It was like, be funny, like the people were saying what um, the song was saying. That was that was funny, right? Oh, I, I got what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty amusing. Yeah, one of the interesting things about that particular version was that, and this is something that actually you reference in your story, I think, is that during the middle part of the movie, they have a sequence in which Brom Bones makes everybody in the town think that Ichabod Crane is like a witch himself. And so they almost burn him at the stake, Ichabod Crane. It's crazy. Yeah, I tried to use only tiny bits of stories since I didn't know what to put there. 
Yeah, but it worked well. I mean, it's also a really interesting thing to see. It's one of the most interesting aspects of that silent version is that whole middle sort of witch trial bit. Yeah. And the Headless Horseman? Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and there's actually some ghosts in it. Remember they do the trick photography where they show the Headless Horseman ghost? And then later on, uh, we as the audience are supposed to wonder whether or not it's Brom Bones or it's the actual ghost? Yeah. Since it might just be Brom Bones, since the ghost actually looks like a regular ghost. Yeah, sure does. So, I would say it was Brom Bones. You think it was Brom Bones there too? Yeah, probably. Since it, it would almost be almost invisible. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to say he did get chased by the Headless Horseman. Yeah, he sure did. It meets all the usual requirements mm-hmm. of Sleepy Hollow Story. Uh, plus, it's silent, which is interesting. Plus, it has a witch trial bit. So, there's that. Yeah. And yeah. he was thinking of them feathering him, then burning him to the stake. Oh, yeah. They t- yeah. they were, like, tarring and feathering him and stuff. Yeah. Good call. That, yeah, that was no, wacky. No, they didn't do that, but he was just thinking that's yeah. what they were going to do to him. Yeah, it's it's worth at least checking out if you if you like silent films, if you're a fan of the Sleepy Hollow story, if you've seen all the other versions or whatever. It is definitely one to look at. It doesn't stand out in my mind as one of the best ones. I don't even think it's among the top two that we watched for this, but uh, it is interesting nonetheless. So let's move on to 1949's The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. This is a classic. It is? The Disney one, absolutely. When people think of Legend of Sleepy Hollow, you know, and like movie versions of it, they think of this one and, well, the Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow. But Uh want to know something interesting? Yeah. This time that we watched it here and we watched both movies in it, we watched Ichabod and Mr. Toad. This was the first time ever that I watched the Mr. Toad part. I'd never watched it. My entire life growing up, I saw the Ichabod part a million times. Never watched Mr. Toad. It was so funny. Oh, yeah, and it was really good. Mr. Toad was good. This is my favorite part when he saw, like, a steam cart and it was like... Oh, and he he went into, like, his mania. And he was driving, he was pretending he was driving on a wheel, and his butt was boing, 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 really fast. But let's... Let's skip over Mr. Toad, because Mr. Toad is not a Halloween story, has nothing really to do, well, nothing to do with Ichabod at all. Uh, so, let's just move on Except to... Except on the DVD, he's chilling out with Mr. Toad. Oh, like that in is... the menu or whatever? Yeah, like, sure. he and Mr. Toad are in something that, it looks like they're chilling. Yeah, yeah. Well, moving uh, moving away from that, because again, like, and that's why I never watched it, actually, is because it wasn't a Halloween thing. You know, I always watch The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the Disney version at Halloween, but like Mr. Toad has nothing to do with Halloween. It's not a spooky story at all. So I just never watched it. It did not interest me. So jumping into The Legend of Sleepy Hollow from the Disney version, like what do you think are the standout moments there? The standout moments. Yeah, like what makes this one stand out from the other ones? I think because Ichabod looks different. Well, he, he looks more like the story describes him, like a runaway scarecrow-looking character. You know, because Washington Irving describes him as really, like, silly-looking. Like, he looks like a scarecrow. He's got, like, shovel-sized feet. He's got a giant nose. And in a cartoon, you can do that. I mean, have you ever seen anybody who looks like the cartoon version? In no! No, I haven't either, right? I mean, he's such a distinct character. And that's kind of the point of the story, is he's supposed to be kind of a goofy-looking dude who almost wins the heart of Katrina Van Tassel or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, or at least is a challenger to Brom Bones, you know, which uh, infuriates Brom Bones because, of course, here's this guy who looks like a scarecrow with shovel feet coming along stealing his girlfriend. Yeah. So what else about this one, though? What else stands out um, to you? I like that he was putting singing lessons on, he was singing to the girls to girls and Brombones taught his dog to do like a howl. Yeah, to howl during the singing lessons. Yeah, yeah. it made the ladies fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they liked that one. Did did they do that in the silent one? I feel like no. they did. No, they did not do that. Okay. 
What did you think of the uh, Headless Horseman this time around, though? How did he stack up? I think it was cool because Ichabod was afraid of ghosts, like in my story. Well, like in Washington Irving's story. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, as far as Sleepy Hollows go, the Disney one is a classic. And it's super short, too. Oh, yeah, it is super short. I mean, even if you watch the whole thing with Mr. Toad, it's still only like 65, 68 minutes, something like that. And so if you just watch the Ichabod part, which is what I do every year, then you're just watching about a half hour. Yeah, they are both really short. Yeah, and I mean, if you watch, you know, the silent version is, of course, a feature. So that's like a full length movie. Um, And so are the other two we watched. I like the things in the wood, like the tree that looks like a oh, ghost. that's a good call. Yeah, they do all the things where he's confusing the wilderness for ghosts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the tree that looks like a ghost with Yeah, with bats. the fireflies in its eyes or whatever, yeah. for like eyes. Yeah, and there's like the um, whatever weeds or something, like whipping on a, a log or something that makes him think that he's being chased by a horse. Yeah, that's one of the strongest things about that one is is the the use of animation to convey what's going on inside Ichabod's head. Yeah, and I like it since the Headless Horseman comes along, he starts running around the tree, running around the tree, chasing the Headless Horseman, or the Headless Horseman chasing him. It keeps, yeah. It's so funny. And he gets turned around on his horse. <laughs> And he ends up on the horseman's horse. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, anything else? No. Okay, yeah, it's really short. I mean, Bing Crosby, you know, sings the songs in that. You would have no idea who that is unless I told you it's the guy who does the songs in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow for Disney. Uh, Otherwise, that (laughs) means nothing to you. But yeah, of course, Bing Crosby is very iconic in narrating this. But uh, otherwise... Yeah, I think I think we're cool to move on here because we still got two more movies to talk about. And yeah. the next one up is the made-for-TV uh, NBC version of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow that aired on Halloween 1980. Okay, cool. This one, um, which one is this? This was the one that we watched that had the commercials in it. This was so cool. Yeah, especially if you watch it, uh, listeners, check it out on YouTube. There's one that's like an hour 47 or something, and it's most of the original broadcast. It doesn't have the opening introduction bits, and it doesn't have the closing like outro bits um, hosted by uh, Gary Coleman. And uh, But otherwise, it's got all the commercials during the movie itself intact from 1980. But yeah, it's it was really fun to watch that, don't you think? Yeah. I think it was an Atlanta, Georgia station. Some NBC affiliate. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What is special about this version? I think it's special because the schoolmaster, what was his name? Ichabod Crane? No, the other one. Oh, the guy who, like, hired him or whatever? The guy who, like, uh, hung the garlic on the door? No, the other one, the schoolmaster. Or you mean the farm farm owner, uh, Mr. Van Tassel? Sorry, here we go. The schoolmaster that got killed by brown bones. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, No, I know who you're talking about. Because in this one, we actually do learn a lot about the history of the school, too. And there was a previous schoolmaster who, as you're pointing out here, Al, was killed. The story that the townsfolk tell is that the Headless Horseman killed him. But we learn it was who? From Bones. Yeah. Because he was reading poems to Katrina. Mm-hmm. So Brom Bones, that he does do in the movie, tried to trick people. Brom Bones? Yeah. Yeah. To trick people like he's the Headless Horseman. Well, he plays a lot of pranks. He's got, like, a gang of dudes who hang out with him who you know, help him pull off all these jokes and he gets drunk and he's really strong. So he'll like break things or beat people up. And the schoolmasters come back to town to kill Brom Bones. So the silent... And the Headless Horseman. And the Headless Horseman, because he also believes in the Headless Horseman. 
But when we watched the silent one, the way they made that story longer was by adding in all of the witch trial stuff, right? This one's longer because there's another potential love interest for Ichabod Crane, who is really in love with Brom Bones. And then uh, Katrina Van Tassel is there, too. And she's in love with Ichabod Crane, but sort of promised to Brom Bones. So there's like a love rectangle thing going on there. And then, yeah, there's the old schoolmaster who's coming back for revenge. There's a lot going on in this one. Oh, there's so much devil bags. Devil. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. They've got the like the spells and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember who plays Ichabod Crane in this TV version? No. Jeff Goldblum, who was in 1986, The Fly. Who was he? He becomes The Fly. In the uh, remake version of The Fly, he's The Fly. um, The scientist who becomes a fly. And then... The one that I can't watch. The one you can't watch, yeah. And then Katrina Van Tassel is played by Meg Foster, who's in John Carpenter's They Live... And she's also in the He-Man movie, Masters of the Universe. Who is she? She played Evil Lynn, the uh, bad guy woman. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, so she plays Katrina Van Tassel. Cool. Yeah. And then I can't think of anybody. Well, the, oh, then the the guy who is Brom Bones, like, buddy. And this is super esoteric and random to mention. But Brom Bones, like, sidekick was the coach in Teen Wolf 2. So, I mean, I don't I don't know who else would recognize I've, him, but I did. Um, I actually have never seen Teen Wolf 2. Uh, you might have. It's the one where he, he's a boxer? Yeah, I remember it now. Okay, okay. So, yeah, you've seen that one. But, uh, yeah, so the, the whole thing, the whole movie is really about how Ichabod's trying to convince everyone that there's no such thing as ghosts. Like, in this one, the difference is that Ichabod doesn't believe in ghosts. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. But problem is, you know, everybody there believes in ghosts, and we find out in the end what? The, the Headless Horseman is real. Yeah, in this one, there really is a Headless Horseman, but there's also the Brom Bones prank. So it's layered. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's also supposed to be set in Sleepy Hollow because it's the legend of Sleepy Hollow, uh, but it's obviously filmed in, like, the mountains of Colorado. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy. It doesn't look anything like Sleepy Hollow. Not even close. No. I mean, having just been there, uh, you know, whatever, two weeks before we watched this movie version, you know. It, yeah, nothing like it. Not even a single bit. No. Right, Dad? Mm-hmm. Boy. Uh, I mean, we could talk about the commercials and stuff, but... I think we'll leave that as a treat for our listeners if they check this one out. There is a really good Vincent Price one in there. Yep, worth checking out. I recommend this one anyway. So I guess that leaves us with one more. Are you ready to tackle this last one? Yep. And what is it? The Hollow. Yeah, this one aired on ABC Family, like I said before, in 2004. And it's... Way, 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 way after Ichabod was alive. Yeah. Thing. Well, this is about his descendant. Yeah. This is about a kid who, his last name is Cranston, and he learns that he is, in fact, the descendant of Ichabod Crane. He's played by Kevin Zeggers, I believe his name is, and he was in Adam Green's Frozen. He was in Shadow Builder. Uh, he was in... Airbud. So he plays this descendant of Ichabod Crane. Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys is in the movie. Also, I want to say two things. This guy's um Ichabod is the great 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 grandfather mm-hmm. of him. And the Headless Horseman has his head on. The pumpkin on his head. Yeah, we'll get to him. Uh really quickly. Uh, Kaylee Kuko from Big Bang Theory is also in the movie, and Judge Reinhold and Stacy Keach are also in this movie. So it is a super weird cast. Um, we ended up watching this on YouTube, and the version yes. on YouTube is not the <laughs> TV movie version. It is actually a, a rated R version, so not whoa, like the family whoa. version. What is yeah. rated R? This was the like uncut rated R version we watched, but. 
What? I didn't realize it until we got way into the movie, or not way into the movie. Um, but fortunately, it was really dark because it's on YouTube. So any gore seemed to be obscured because it was really, really dark. But what? it was it was all right. Al, Al didn't uh, get bothered by it or whatever. But you can definitely see that it could be easily edited into an ABC family movie. How is it gore? Well, he's like chopping people's heads off and stuff. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. That, that doesn't does, bother you? That no. doesn't bother me. It's like, it's normal had this horseman stuff. I'm like, okay, normal had this horseman stuff. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. The thing that kind of spooked me is the head on the candles. Yeah, that yeah. That did spook me. Yeah, little, and that was re- fortunately, again, really dark because it was on YouTube. All the heads, the headless horseman, for some reason, puts candles in them, and it's really gory, but it is also really, really, really dark on YouTube. Like, certain scenes were so dark, we could barely see what was going on. But, Al, what did you make of this one? Do you want to explain a little bit more about it? Mostly, we've just been waiting to kind of talk about this one. That's why you wanted to talk about it first. this was the best one. Yeah, you loved this one. I know you did. Yeah. The headless horseman has the head on... Yeah, he's got a jack-o'-lantern head that is on his head. Like, he doesn't carry it. It is his head. Also, there is a character like Brom Bones. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very close to the original story. Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys, again, plays the Brom Bones kid, basically. And the Contrita Van Tassel-like kid. Yeah, Kaylee Kuko plays, uh, at least I think that's how her name's pronounced. She plays... The Katrina Van Tassel surrogate character. Yeah. And Brom Bones loves her, but she loves the main character. Yeah, I don't remember any of their names. So, like, <laughs> no. these are just, like, we'll just consider them the surrogate characters for those versions, I guess. But, yeah, it's set, and I believe it might have been filmed in Sleepy Hollow. I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly. But it's about this kid who loves Halloween. He loves the legend of Sleepy Hollow. And uh, it turns out that the legend of Sleepy Hollow was true, and he's a descendant of Ichabod Crane, and so the Headless Horseman comes after him. Yeah. Trying to finish what it started or something. And there's a whole, there's like a whole bunch of lore about the Headless Horseman in it. I'm not sure what the story behind the Headless Horseman is there, but there's a whole bunch of stuff like with vines or something. I don't know. Also... The end of the movie is great. I want. I was gonna talk about that. Uh, oh right, it's the end of the movie. I was gonna talk about the end of the movie. Well, okay. Let's. Well, I mean, let's skip forward to it a little yeah. bit. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff along the way. Uh-huh. Um, again, it is TV movie quality. So if that's not your thing, then maybe it won't be your thing at all. But yeah. Headless Horseman versus main character. Um, sword fight. Yeah. Because the, the main character, uh, the Kevin Zeggers, or however you pronounce his name, uh, his character, he wants to be in theater or horror movies or do fencing. I'm not really sure what his end goal is in life. He wants, but I think he wants to do fencing. Yeah, he definitely wants to do fencing. But his dad is like the football coach, played by Judge Reinhold, who wants him to play football instead. And he's like, no, but I like sword fighting. And his and his dad's like, sword fighting's for sissies or something. I don't. It doesn't What's make sissies? any sense. Like uh, wimps or something. What's right? wimps? <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> like weaklings. You know, he thinks only he thinks if his son is going to be like a real man, that he's got to play football or something like that, right? Like the same yeah. kind of mentality that some people subscribe to when they say that only girls dance or whatever. You know, that kind of ridiculous thinking. That's his dad in this movie. And his dad's like, don't sword fight. That's lame. And uh, it turns out that that's how you beat a headless horseman in this one. Yep. Sword fighting. And throwing him onto the bridge and burning him. Yeah. Well, I mean, way to just drop that in there. That's like the best part of the movie is when he bursts into flames. Grabs him, throws him into the bridge, stands up, bursts into flame. Dude. Yeah. Holy cow. Like, I, I liked this one a lot. I'm definitely going to watch The Hollow again, for sure. Like, I want to get the DVD of it. Also, I want to say that Katrina, the Katrina fan tassel kid in the Ichabod, when they actually do get married, but you don't. 
See, but they know they're going to get married. Well, yeah, they're well, I mean, they at least become boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, they're teenagers. I don't know if they're going to get married or whatever, but they're boyfriend and girlfriend but at the very least. But if they do marry and have a baby, the main guy that noted said change the name. Yeah, don't don't make it a crane. Yeah, absolutely. I liked that one a lot. So there's four versions, 1922, 1949, 1980, and 2004 versions of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, including this one, which was an updated one, right? Like a sequel sort of an idea, which is fun. I liked that, the modernized new twist on it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I highly recommend that. I definitely recommend checking out the 1981 with the television commercials intact on YouTube. Check that out. And, uh, I mean, obviously, if you haven't seen the Disney one, everybody should see the Disney one. Yeah. The silent one, uh, if you're into silent films or way into Headless Horseman stuff, check that out. Otherwise, it's I think it's probably the least of the ones that we watched. It's the one that I'm the least likely to return to. Also, I want to say something I forgot. Oh, man. Good podcast. So... <laughs> <laughs> There you Thank have you it. for listening, people. Mm-hmm. That was the podcast, me saying I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's how they all pretty Thank much you go. For listening. I just usually cut those bits out, but I'm going to leave it in this time. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think that's it for our big Legend of Sleepy Hollow spectacular. Like I said, someday, if we keep this podcast going, I hope to come back to Sleepy Hollow and talk about the 1999 version of Sleepy Hollow. Show that to you at yeah. some point. So that actually looks pretty cool. It is cool. Maybe maybe next You've year. I don't know. It? Yeah, I've seen it like quite a few times actually. Um, but I I did know it was rated R, and there's a lot of gory head chopping off action and people getting chopped up stuff. They actually so, get chopped up like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Boom, 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 boom. That's, <laughs> that's how people get chopped up. Yeah. Okay, what I was doing was I was taking my hand flat, hitting miming myself. Yourself. Yeah. I, all the way down. They could probably imagine you miming yourself getting chopped up. Well, okay, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> so, boy, there it is. Well, listeners, I I tell you what. I hope you're having as good a Halloween as I know we are going to be. And I hope you're watching a lot of movies. Tell us what you've been watching. Go on to the yes. Critters and Creeps Club and tell us what you've been watching because uh, we're going to keep everybody posted on what we're watching. Like, I'm on Letterboxd, so you can find me on Letterboxd at Cadaverdad, which I post every movie that I've been watching on there. But for October, we're definitely going to post that on social media. Uh, let us know what you've been watching. What like what your staples are too? Like what are your Halloween staples? Probably Halloween, if I had to guess. John Carpenter's Halloween. But we can't do that since I'm a six year old kid. Oh, but you can't watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch Halloween till I was. I don't know. I might have watched it when I was like nine or ten. I may have been as old as twelve, but I don't remember. So for the month of October, we've been doing three horror podcast plugs each episode this month. So the last three that we're gonna plug are. Horror Junkies, who I recently started listening to. Also, Final Girls Horror Cast. And lastly, I wanted to save this one for the end, uh, because it's a show very much in the spirit of our own Spook Factory. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a kid-run horror movie podcast. Only kid. Only Only kid. Two kids. They're the co-hosts. They record it. They edit it. They post it. It's a totally kid-run show. They're hardcore, these kids. They dudes, know their movies. If you're listening to me right now, you guys are hardcore. They're watching some crazy stuff. But they've also done stuff that we love, like The Car. Uh, they did Night of the Comet. Oh, so, so <laughs> Yeah, I know you love <laughs> that one. So I know. Those are, those are favorites here. But yeah, Horror Junkies, Final Girls, Horror Cast, and Spook Factory. Those are the final three for our... Big October Halloween horror podcast plugathon. Um, next year we'll probably do the same exact thing, only with different shows. But if you want to support our show more than just by listening, you can of course become a patron over at Patreon.com/slash/wordsalad, and we have a bunch of extra stuff posted there this month um, because uh, we go crazy for Halloween. So we have two 
Patreon exclusive episodes that we've posted there that will not be publicly released. They are just on Patreon um, about horror video games that we love. So that's on Patreon only. I also run a Patreon exclusive podcast called Cinemuck that I have a new episode up for this month as well. So that's at patreon.com slash word salad and every little bit helps. And all of that money goes into that we earn anyway, goes into a savings account for Alistair. Yep. And what are you hoping to become when you grow up, Alistair? A scientist. So he can find a way to bring people back from the dead, reanimator style. Daddy. <laughs> um, another way that you can support the show is, you know, by rating and reviewing us on things like iTunes. Like, that helps. You know, that helps us get noticed. Or just really spread the show around, right? Share the links. Post it on social media. Uh, that that all helps, and we appreciate every little bit. I mean, we are, we're a show that has grown organically, sort of by word of mouth, ever since we started. And so I, I want to keep that up, right? Like, people just spreading the love. You know, we don't advertise. We don't do a bunch of paid promotional kind of stuff or whatever on Facebook. We just let ourselves grow naturally. And it's turned out at this point to be something that has netted us a really wonderful audience. Yep. Really wonderful. I think we have great listeners. And they are joining us over on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. um, And we also posted uh, in the month of September a mini episode that is Facebook exclusive. Uh, We do a lot. We do a bunch of exclusive stuff for different things. Um, But we did one for our Critters and Creeps Club group. So you can find us on Facebook at the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. And if you're new, if this is the first one you watched. Or listen to. Listen to. Go and listen to our beginning. I think. Oh, go back and start the podcast over. If this is your first one listening to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, go back into the archives. This will be our 62nd episode, yeah. I believe. But other places to find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. Uh, in addition to, of course, the Facebook Critters and Creeps Club. And then you can send us an email if you have anything to say to us via email. Cadavercast at gmail.com. With that, Alistair... Do you want to wish everyone a happy Halloween and sign us out? Have a happy Halloween! You've been listening to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a happy Halloween! Have a happy Halloween. We love you. And it was like, boom, 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 boom.